Hi everybody, you're listening to the Road Podcast with Fox and Maya. Thanks for supporting the show. This is a show with adult content, so if you're not of legal age where you live, then turn off now. This podcast is about rope bondage. Rope bondage is edge play with inherent risk, and we strongly recommend you get proper training and listen to episode zero before attempting it. Find it at the top of our FedLife page, Rope Podcast. Box is a rigger and Maya's a bottom. We're rope partners and we've been practicing together for around three years. We're excited to share our passion for rope with you. And we live in Thailand. We really do. And Thailand is recovering from Christmas. And it's always funny to see the Christmas trees in the streets by very high heat and all the sun. I think they'll be there for another couple of months. <laughs> yeah, probably. So, Maya, today we continue discussing one rope techniques, sometimes called Ichinawa or Iponawa or many other things. Uh, you might enjoy this episode more if you've already listened to the episode that came directly before, where we discussed what Ichinawa was and how to do it. Yeah, that's right. And today we're going to go a bit deeper into like when and where it's used. Um, and we're going to start with an explanation from very experienced rigger, Jake Wing. Okay, so this was uh, Jake Wing from Austin, Texas, who we interviewed for episode 50. Jake, when Maya tied with you a few years back, um, you did some uh, one-rope tying technique, which some people call Ishinawa or Iponawa or whatever you want to right. call it. Uh, and she was very enthusiastic about the experience. Um, we found that it's something that's difficult to find resources on, and we've been working on an episode on that theme for a while now. Ah. Um, can you tell us a bit about how it is for you and how you practice it? Sure. Um let me tell you the first way, where I first encountered it. Uh, mm -hmm. There's uh, something here in Texas called the uh, Bondage Expo Dallas. Uh, Dallas is about 200 miles from Austin. And um, about five or six years ago, I guess, I went up there and uh, a guy out of England, Wicked Dave mm -hmm. and, and Clover, uh, did a class there on Ichinoa. And they talked about uh, it, it being a very Zen activity, kind of a um, you you're supposed to do it without thinking. Mm. Um, you you put uh, one of the simplest knots on your partner to start with, and then you you concentrate on your. Uh, I mean, you don't concentrate. You practice without concentrating your tension, your rope handling, um, but also that's that's the exercise part of it. Some people find, and I'm one of these people, find that it's um, worthwhile activity uh, in and of itself uh, to tie without thought, to just... Flow, it's difficult to talk about it. That's one of the things that Dave talked about in that class was that how difficult it is to to put across the idea. Um, and so, what he did is he he shut up and started doing it, um, which is a better way to describe it. Yeah, those would be the limitations of the radio medium. <laughs> definitely, definitely, um, but. The idea is that you start with uh, like a single column tie on a wrist and you take one rope and you 
apply it to the body uh, in any way that you want, uh, as long as you know consent has been reached, uh, and you do that in a, a deliberate fashion um, with intent and with connection. And it's a, it's a it's a fairly intimate process. It can be. Um, and I feel like uh, breathing is definitely part of it. You you you, you feel like the the breath that uh, the two of you share. You can feel that, um, and so you apply that rope, and then with the same intent, you take it back off, and you don't. There's not much pause in between, um, and you do that over and over again. Uh, as long as you wish until I guess you uh, get tired or achieve nirvana you know <laughs> that's a lovely description uh, I've been doing more and more Ishinawa myself and in fact I'm going to uh, do some more tonight because I'm putting an Ishinawa scene uh, up for auction at a local uh, kink auction and I've been Excellent. wondering whether to go more to the improv side with it or to develop my own repertoire of like Ishinawa forms if you know what I mean and have like 20 forms to choose out of and pick a few at random from those depending on my partner so if I'm hearing you correctly you think it's more on the improvisation flow and reacting to the partner side of things that it's interesting for you well um there's a line from a song somewhere on uh, his, his ad-libbed lines were well rehearsed. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. <laughs> if you if you give thought to these things before um, before you're in the moment, then they'll come out of your hands without thinking. Does that make like sense? Like a muscle it memory makes a lot of sense. I guess. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Like a muscle memory. Mm. All right, Maya, so that was very interesting, and uh, clearly Jake Wing is someone who has done a lot of Ichinawa, and uh, you've had the chance to experience Ichinawa with Jake, in fact. I have. That, uh, a few years ago, that was where I first um, came across it. Lucky girl. So we heard from Jake, um, again, that it's something that you do without thinking, mm -hmm. um, and it's about your tension and your rope handling and connection and intimacy. Um, and that very much corresponds with what Christian Red said in the last episode, which was about key factors being the emotions and connection and also the technique yeah. and rope handling. All right. So we hear a lot that it's not so much about what you tie, it's all about the connection to the person. Yeah. Yeah, um, and another interesting um, thing I heard on a Ropecast episode, uh, one of the, the old ones, which mm -hmm. I'll link to, um, was they, a person who had had an EEG, is that right? Doing what, what's an EEG? <laughs> an electroencephalogram, I believe. Okay. It's something the that measures that the function deep. of your brain. Yeah. Your brain waves, like in the old science fiction movies. Okay, yeah. So they had, were connected up to that while doing Ishinawa. And what they found was um, that the most, I guess, brainwaves then, or the, the, the most um, intensity was found when the rope was coming off 
not when the work was going on. So we, we said in the last episode that, that the technique itself is about connecting with your bottom, uh, both physically with your body and with your rope, mm-hmm. and then uh, making a simple knot somewhere, such as the, um, a single column around the wrist or the ankle, and then placing the rope um, on your bottom's body, uh, and then untying and then tying again, and then untying and tying again. Um, and uh, I thought it was really interesting that that untying piece was really where a lot of the sensations came, mm-hmm. um, at the very least for the, the bottoms that they measured. So I thought that was interesting. It is interesting. And it's true that in Ichinawa and in untying in general, you can be really caressing with the way you drag the rope on the skin during the untie. And that plus just the physiological response to the tension dropping mm. Uh, which actually does do something to your blood pressure and so on. Uh, I can totally see how that could have a big effect of them on the mind space of the bottom. Okay, so we, so we agree it's amazing. We really so do. Let's talk a bit about how it feels because that um, enables us to view it from a different angle. So from right. a top's perspective, how do you feel about it? Uh, I both absolutely love it, and in a weird way, I sometimes kind of dread it. Okay, why do you dread it? Uh, Because usually when I go into a tie, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I have a plan. I execute on that plan and things go pretty well. But with Ichinawa, I don't have a plan. I'm going in blind. And I always have, at the very beginning, a moment of tension where I'm not sure if what I'm going to tie is going to work out, if it's going to feel good, if it's going to be good. Uh, so it's more intimidating in a way for me than just knowing, okay, I'm going to do this chest harness, I'm going to do this hip harness, I'm going to suspend my partner in such and such ways. Um, because since it's improvisation, I don't know what's going to come up. All right. Um, what else is it? Is it uh, what other feelings is it producing you? Um, on the positive side, two main ones. One is, for me, it's really a pleasure to work with such simple tools as a single spool of rope, a single coil of rope, and that allows me to really focus on interfacing with my bottom and having a touch conversation with her, so to speak, uh, without complexity getting in the way of that. What does it mean to you, interfacing with your bottom? I feel that gives a clue as to your background there. (laughs) Um, by that I mean I feel I'm even more conscious of my bottom's body, of her reactions. Uh, I am paying a lot of attention in the points of contact between my body and her body. Am I supporting her? Uh, am I close to her? Am I far away? How am I touching her? How am I dragging the rope on her body? Uh, having simpler tools really allows me to focus on that one of the things that you said to jake or you asked jake is whether it was useful to have um like patterns memorized that you could Mm -hmm. draw on is that something that you did or what did you do with that thought um i have some cheats i guess which are some ichinawa forms that i've used several times and i know that they work and that allows me to feel more confident when i go into an ichinawa scene not necessarily because I'm going to use them, but because I know I can. 
And so if I'm trying something very improvised and it turns out being a bit crummy, I can always revert back to something I know will do the job, so to speak. I wonder also if, I mean, your rope experience is building and building and you're very fluid with your rope, you're very comfortable. Thank you, Maya. <laughs> you're very comfortable with your rope and your rope handling is very good now. I wonder if the, the more experienced a person gets with their rope handling, the less they need to worry about that aspect and the more um, opportunity there is for them to let the rope just come and focus on responding to the, the bottom. Uh, yes, and honestly, in Ichinawa, if your rope handling and body handling is already very good because of the skills you have developed as a rigger, it doesn't really matter what you tie. Your bottom is probably going to have a good time just from the nice handling that is happening because that's, I think, quite the center of Ichinawa to begin with. Yeah, and we've talked to a lot of uh, bottoms and one of the things that we've heard them say is that they like rope on their body at, the, yeah. at its most basic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and so making doing that in a um, beautiful way yeah. will always help. Hey guys, this is Fox coming in for a short break. We really love making this rope podcast and sharing it with you. Sadly, hosting a podcast isn't free. Far from it, actually. So if you like this podcast and you want to support us, you can do so at ropepodcast.com. You'll find ways to buy rope stuff so that we get a cut from your purchases and also ways to donate to us directly. And if you can't afford to do that, that's okay too. Just enjoy the podcast. Now back to our normal programming. And then the second thing I really like about Ichinawa is the extreme range of options it gives me for how I want to relate to my bottom. Because I can do Ichinawa in a very polite way, like okay, let's like let's do a tie, but we're not very intimate. I'm going to be a bit further away. I'm going to tie something that's... Uh, yeah, for some reason, the word that comes to my mind is polite. I don't know if that makes sense to you, as opposed to something that's going to be very primal or very sadistic or very sensual or very sexual. Like There's this giant range, mm. depending on my relationship to the person and how well we know each other and whether I'm physically attracted to her or not as much. With Ichinawa, I can really put the slider wherever I feel comfortable putting it within that whole range. I can express a very wide range of feelings. Okay, that's interesting, because as a bottom, I wonder if I would want to do Ichinawa at a distance. I mm -hmm. mean, not obviously at a distance, but at that more in inverted commas, polite range. Because it's such um, a connective and intimate tie, um, for me, one of the things that I would want to be certain of before I went into that kind of tie is that I was comfortable with the other person's body touching mine. And not just their hands touching mine, which um, there's definitely work that I've done with people where the type of riggers are in that polite category so they tie almost without touching mm -hmm. it's not connective and it's probably more um, goal orientated than process orientated in that with them because I know their styles I will choose to do a more intense final tie like a suspension because I know the process is less 
intent whereas with the shinawa there's no there's no goal yeah it's all about the process yeah and so if you tie with that kind of for me if i tied with that kind of rigor shinawa it would not be very enjoyable because i already know that we don't have that intimacy Mm -hmm. or connection Uh, also i would add that this range i was describing can happen within the same scene and i actually quite like ichinawa or at least a few ropes techniques as a greeting style, as you hear someone call it sometimes, like tying someone for the first time and entering in a rope relationship with them for the first time. Because of this nature of tying and tying, tying and tying, you can start more on the polite side of things. And depending on how the person responds, and obviously staying within the boundaries of what has been consented to, you could make the successive ties more intense okay, interesting. or more challenging or more sensual or more sexual as the scene progresses. Okay, interesting. And actually, that reminds me that Christian Red was saying at some of the rope events he runs, they use it as a speed dating technique. I think it's amazing for so that. So three minutes, Ishinawa, move to the next person, three minutes. So it's exactly yeah. that, a way of introducing yourself to someone through rope. Mm. After tying Ichinawa with someone for one song, uh, which is about three to five minutes, I guess, I can absolutely predict how good of a rope couple we're going to be, if we want to call it that, how, how good rope partners, how good of a match in rope we're likely to be. Okay, interesting. Uh, what about you? So can you tell us a bit more, Maya, about how it feels to be in the one rope? Um, yeah, I think um, the more experience you get as a bottom, the more you are able to predict what might be tied. So you know mm-hmm. what a chest harness feels like. If you do TKs, you know what a TK feels like. Um, so so Ishinawa is nice because you don't, you can't predict, you don't know mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Um, I think it's something where I feel quite comfortable responding more with my body. Um, and that's very nice. Um, I'm quite a melty rock bottom, which we've, we've talked about in other episodes. And yes, you are. So Ishinawa is something where I feel very melty and I can really relax into the tie and into the rigors control of me. Um, it just as it gives you an idea of your rope relationship, it would also give me an idea of, um, how comfortable I'm going to feel with the other person because you can tell obviously both their comfort in rope handling mm-hmm. um, and also how connective they are. Okay. Um, uh, so it tells you things at the bottom also. Uh, there's also this nice extract that I f- believe was from a writing on FetLife. Uh, uh, it's actually from a blog. Okay. Uh, from the blog Verbs Not Nouns and I did email the blog <laughs> to okay. ask if we could use it but it's a dead blog so okay. if you're out there Verbs Not Nouns um, I hope it's okay that we quoted it um, it's a really beautiful and we love you yeah it's a really you beautiful are, piece of writing about okay. Ishinawa so without further ado uh, an extract about the feeling of a bottom in Ishinawa rope everything else is just flow and dance He pulls my arm across my body, follows the rope as he wraps and coils. It catches up limbs and twists until he reaches the end of the rope, then pulls me into his lap and pulls tight in one enveloping embrace, where the rope is so very much an extension of his own limbs. 
And then, just as deliberately, he uncoils, unwraps, and releases, and picks a new path and starts again, and then again. Tension and release, binding and freedom, repeated and cycling like a breath, where you can no longer tell when an inhale becomes an exhale or an inhale again. The rope traces different lines across my body, following his hands and making each touch last. He pulls my arm up behind my head. He's so close that my hand is in his hair rather than my own. The rope keeps moving as we sway together. I realize he's incorporated his own body into the rope, wrapping around us both, tying us together. Two bodies, one rope. Okay, so Maya for starters, this is really beautiful as a writing. Yes, I really loved it. I think it's great. And I'll link to it in the um, uh, notes of the episode so people can read the whole piece because um, it's a bit longer than that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I really like how the back and forth of the process is described. The tying and tying, tying and tying, the rhythm. I think it captures that really well. Hmm. And it moves us nicely from um, the how does it feel piece Mm -hmm. to how we can use it. Because something that um, she notes in there is that the person incorporated their own body into the world. Mm -hmm. Which is a less common technique but can be quite good fun. Yeah, and I think um, I wrote uh, an erotica about one of our scenes where you did that, right? Absolutely. So I'll link to that. I think we might be talking about that in a minute. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'll link to that in the show notes as well. So Maya, what kind of scenes do we use each hour for? So I guess the first thing is that they tend to be quite fluid Mm -hmm. um, and to some degree dynamic, although that doesn't mean you need to move all over the place. It just means there's a lot of moving. It's not like you tie a thing and then you stand back and look at the thing. There's, There's continuous movement throughout the whole scene. Absolutely. Um, so that's the kind of um, typical. But what what kind of situations is it good for? So we we talked about the speed dating yeah, piece, that's, getting that's to know you. Well, speed dating, greeting. Um, it can also honestly be good when you were not planning a rope scene, so you don't really have a plan. Well, just pull up one piece <laughs> of rope and do an each an hour, uh, and that can also be you did have a plan, but something went wrong, like. You planned for a suspension and the hard point is not available on that day. Or you plan for a certain type of tie and your bottom tells you that's not what she's feeling today or she's injured in some way and you can do that tie. Um, so it's quite good for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also something you could do as aftercare after a different type of scene as a sort of a cool down, I guess. Mm. Or oppositely, as a warm-up before something else. Yeah. You can mix it in, in a bigger scene. And one of the good things about Ishinawa is it can last as long as you want. There's not. Mm-hmm. It can be a minute, it can be five minutes, it can be half an hour, it can be hours. You have as many different times that you can use mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. Um, you can do it for fun. Like yeah. Just, okay, we have five minutes like in this, this remote corner of the airport and we have nothing to do. Let's do like, a quick itching hour while no one's watching. Uh, this is not legal advice, by the way. We don't recommend you do rope in public places. It definitely places. depends on your country. I yeah. don't think I'd want to do it here. <laughs> uh, 
Um, we have used it to um, stave off symptoms of anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Uh, both in me, because I'm a bit anxious, but also in our um, some of our friends mm-hmm. where they had an exam coming up and they wanted to feel some quick rope and it, it really helped them. Can get you your fix when you need yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, one thing I really love about Ichinawa is that because you need only one coil of rope, you can very easily bring that with you anywhere. If you're going to a party and you don't want to lug a giant bag of stuff, it's perfect. If you're traveling, just stuffing one coil of your best rope in your backpack, it's going to be really easy. It's not going to be a problem at most airports. And you know that if you meet a special friend, you <laughs> will have something nice to do with them. Yeah. And when we go to um, things with kink people where we're not sure if there's going to be any after party, we often do that. And then yeah. that gives us something to do. We n- never go anywhere without rope, Basically. To, be, to be clear. Yeah. But it's true that where we live, sometimes you get your bags checked by security people yes. or by the police. And having one coil of rope is easier to explain than having 16 coils of rope and binners and, and whips. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. So why is it not good for? Because um, there's definitely some stuff which we might not use it for. Uh, yeah, definitely one thing it is not good for is photo shoots. Okay, so that's a, probably one of the reasons why Ishinawa A has so much controversy around mm-hmm. it because it's much harder to find resources and be why it's not so well known yeah. uh, because we're very fat life photos kinky and popular instagram instagram yeah and honestly few things in rope look as crappy as a photo of an ichinawa scene because <laughs> it's it's all in the movement it's all in the feelings of the people and none of that transcribes it's very internal to the two people yeah. and it usually a good scene will usually look a lot worse than it feels the, yeah, the feelings yeah, are what it's all about absolutely uh, yeah if you're if you're there to take pretty photos this is not the rope you yeah want. it's much better to live uh, than to watch mm-hmm. we found then I will say it's probably not your technique of choice if you want to do a suspension yeah because one rope is not a lot of rope. <laughs> I mean, you might be able to do that classic big toe suspension that, by the way, we did and nobody liked on FetLife because I don't think they believe it was yeah. a real one. <laughs> it was It was for real, though. It was horrendously painful. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also, it's not flowy. A suspension would have a stop in. Yeah, yeah, I would say Ichinawa for me firmly in the realm of floor rope, although sometimes... Although, yeah. Yeah. I will use a hard point to transition my bottom's body from one position to another, pull her through the hard point, and then let her down again in a different position, yeah. like as part of the flow, yeah. but definitely not going up and staying up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and it's also, we found, or we think, given how we found the resources, hard to write about because mm-hmm. um, it's taken... I mean, we do a lot of Ishinawa, so we feel more comfortable at this point that our lived experience is worth sharing. And we've talked to a lot of humans about it, but actually finding resources out there, um, it's hard. It's hard to write about. It's hard to capture the sense of it. And by the way, dear listeners, if you have good resources on Ichinawa or in particular good videos of people yeah, doing interesting Ichinawa for the love of God please send us a <laughs> message to share the link because we really like Ichinawa and we can't get enough of it yeah absolutely alright 
Um, what actual scenes with Ichinawa have you done, Maya? Um, well, the first one I did was actually, funny enough, with um, Jake Wing. In Starting at the top, eh? Austin, Texas, yeah. So I went to a rock jam and I tied um, with a couple of people and one of them was uh, Jake. I was very lucky. You were. Um, and it was near the end of the night and both of us had already done um, some rope. And I, I was uh, obviously new to that scene. Like He hadn't met me before, so we had a chat. We talked about limits. And then we did a very simple Ishinawa where I was actually sitting um, on the floor and he was sitting in a chair behind me. So quite unusual, I think. Um, I don't think I've had that before or since. Yeah, I wish um, I could have seen that. Yeah, I know. Um, and it was just lovely. It was uh, movement and wrapping the rope and flow and just... The, the movement was quite subtle, as you can imagine, because we didn't move from that, um, those two positions. So our, I guess our bums stayed still. Um, but it still felt really beautiful and flowy. Sounds amazing. Hmm. And then there's this scene that um, you wrote an erotica about, I which did. I guess we can link in the show notes. Yes. Um, where we had a playlist of a success, succession of songs. Yes. And we did specific... Ichinawa ties to each of them. Yeah. And it was quite intense and primal and sadistic. As it was scene. very like sadistic. I was yeah. throwing you around the room, literally. Like, we were in a fairly big living room at a house party, and at some point you were in every corner and every square inch of that room. Yeah, and you trod on me, like, you pulled the rope up and pushed me with your foot. I mean, you did all kinds of things. And it's a good contrast to the Jake scene, where that was very subtle and within mm-hmm. one space, whereas the... Um, more erotic scene at the TK party was very sexual um, and I think fun also like I think both of us had a a wildness if that, I don't know if that's the right word like in a it was very releasing I guess that's the primal piece of it isn't it yeah. um, so yes yeah, so again it's hard to write about but I tried to write an erotica around it so people can um um, have a read of that and see what you think. And again, if you have erotica around Ishinawa, I'd be very interested because it's such an odd one to write about. Mm. And it is a bit of a niche within a niche, I suppose. Yeah. And we wonder whether it's the kind of thing that you have to be a really interrope person to like. Like it really separates out people who like, and there's nothing wrong with this, by the way, people who like bedroom bondage and just want to be kind of tied up in order to do other things versus people who like rope for the process of rope. Mm -hmm. Um, Then you did a super hot scene, which we do have a little bit of a video about, which I would love to link um, with Rosie Pan, um, which was extremely sexy. So what did you do in that? Um, it was kind of an incredible situation um, because Rosie Pan was at our rope party uh, with her master and her master essentially decided to gift her to me for a little bit. So he had her strip naked and... I think she was pretty enthusiastic, listeners. <laughs> she, she looked She looked. She bit. wasn't... Um, um, there was not being forced there. <laughs> And she basically got into a slave position naked and beckoned to me to come and tie her. And you were like, oh, no, no, I couldn't possibly. Uh, And I was quite enthusiastic as well because, well, let's face it, she's amazingly attractive. (laughs) She's very lovely. Um, And so that one was definitely at the very sexual end of the spectrum, I'd say. 
Uh, and I hope, dear listener, that you are a FetLife supporter and you can see videos on FetLife and you can get an idea of what that looked like. But it was very sexy. Good times were had. Yeah. And it was also extremely exhibitionist because basically everyone at the party stopped whatever they were doing to watch. And the two of you are both hugely... I mean, she's very <laughs> exhibitionistic and you were in that headspace entirely. So Yeah, so that was one of our more A bit more fleshy, show-offy, yeah. Fleshy but very sexy sure. nonetheless. Uh, and then there was that funny time where we went to the rope salon and mm. we'd been waiting to uh, tie together for a little while and we'd watched a performance and we'd tied with other people and we really wanted to tie together, you and I. And then the organizer said, okay, the event is ending in three minutes. Yeah, it was ending early and we were like, but wait, we were just about to tie. So obviously what we... Well, I thought I was going to pack up. Yeah, and then I said, fuck it, we have three minutes. We can do an Ichinawa in three minutes. <laughs> And I got my phone out and I chose some really fast-paced um, electronic dance music like a, with a really high BPM. And we did like the fastest scene ever. Yeah, and like, it was very fun and very like, stre- like strenuous. You were smoke was coming out. Putting me all so over fast. the place, yeah. yeah. Um, Which actually culminated in a partial suspension. Yeah, it was From the Ichinawa. <laughs> so it was really fun. It really was the... Um, we laughed a lot during that Yeah, scene. yeah, it was amazingly not serious, not taking ourselves seriously at all, and just enjoying, enjoying the pleasure of rope together. Yeah. So that was brilliant. Uh, another way we've used Ichinawa in our relationship <laughs> is as a reward when you're a good girl, when yeah. you do your work, yeah. and if I know you need an extra incentive, I might say, okay, you finish this bit of work and we'll do one song of Ichinawa as a reward. Yes, we've had that. It is quite a successful motivator. (laughs) Brilliant. So that's all from us at The Rope Podcast. So don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. So iTunes or Stitcher or wherever. And come find us on our FetLife page, Rope Podcast. Just Rope Podcast. Uh, No hyphens, no spaces. As simple as you can write it. Uh, Please consider supporting us on our Patreon. And you can also find other ways to support us on ropepodcast.com by buying learning videos and by buying rope gear Uh, we also love questions from our listeners so drop us a message on FET and we'll try to answer you in an upcoming episode thanks for listening and have fun tying